You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network brought to you by HuntStand. HuntStand is the number one hunting app in the country, and at only $29.99, HuntStand offers a ton of functionality for hunters all over the country. Whether you own your own property or strictly hunt public, you can choose from over a dozen base maps, view property ownership information, 3D mapping, local weather, log your sightings and harvest, as well as use their trail cam management software, and print maps from your hunt areas. Download it today at the Apple App Store or Google Play. Hunt Stand. Upgrade your arsenal. So, I was recently put in Facebook jail for writing a comment about wanting to, quote, kill a frick ton of does this fall. It's no secret that big tech companies have been slowly encroaching on our outdoor lifestyle, and that's why I'm thankful for companies like Go Wild. Go Wild is like any other social media app, except that it's geared towards outdoors men and women. You're able to share your stories and pictures from the field, log your trophies, and engage with other hunters, all without fear of being censored by Big Brother. We recently teamed up with Go Wild to create an easy place where you can see and even purchase all of the gear that you see me use on the Southern Ground Hunting Channel. All you have to do is go download the app to your smartphone and search Parker McDonald to see my gear page. You can also find other gear for purchase in the store from brands like Garmin, Vortex Optics, Rocky Boots, and thousands more. Now here's the best part. If you use the code SOUTHERNGROUND, all lowercase, all one word, you can save 10% on anything in the Go Wild store. Again, that's Southern Ground, all lowercase, all one word, and that'll save you 10%. I think that's pretty cool. So check out the show notes of this episode for the download link to join hundreds of thousands of other hunters like us on Go Wild. The Southern Ground Hunting Podcast is brought to you by Spartan Forge. It's forged in combat and tailored for hunters. Spartan Forge stands at the nexus of machine learning and whitetail deer hunting to deliver truly intuitive and science-based products that save the hunter time spent scouting, planning, and executing their hunts. You can start your free 14-day trial today by visiting SpartanForge.ai and you can use the code SOUTHERNGROUND, that's all lowercase, all one word, SOUTHERNGROUND at checkout and that'll get you 25% off of your purchase. Wanting to know more about saddle hunting? Well, check out tetherednation.com for all your saddle hunting needs. Tethered is for saddle hunters by saddle hunters, and they're redefining ultralight hunting. If you'd like to support the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast, you can visit patreon.com forward slash southern ground hunting, or you can click on the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. We offer two different tiers for our patrons that offer a solid list of benefits. We'd love for you to join the Southern Ground Hunting community today. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash Southern Ground Hunting. And now, let's get to the show. All right, today we've got a special guest from Pennsylvania. Now, Pennsylvania is not Southern. It's actually very, very much Northern. Um, So we're going to rename the podcast Northern Ground for today. And uh, and talk to my buddy Lane Hausner from uh, from Pennsylvania. Lane, what's going on up there in Pennsylvania? <laughs> what's up, buddy? How you doing? Man, I'm doing well. I appreciate you bailing me out today. So, um, for the guys listening, I, I had a, uh, some guests that we're going to have on next week. We had to reschedule. Uh, they said something about it being November, and they're tired, and they're wore out from dragging all these deer and hiking all over the world and all this stuff. So uh, so I reached out to, on the Spartan Forge, our, our little group text for all the, the pro staff guys or whatever, and uh, you took the bait and said, hey, I'll come on, and I really yeah, appreciate man. that. Yeah, buddy, no worries. Yeah, I just got out of the woods and the mountains, and... Uh... Wasn't too eventful today, but I saw that and I was like, eh, "Well, I'll talk to Parker tonight. Not too bad." <laughs> yeah, there's worse things you could be doing, I guess. Yep, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, right now it gets dark so dang early. By the time you get out of the woods, you still got the whole evening. Dude, I don't you even know? know what to do with myself now. It's weird. You it, know what I mean? Like, it is weird. I hate it. Actually, I know, man. I hate it though. I hate it. And I, you can't. You got to basically be in the. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love you know. I love sitting all day and stuff. I love being out in the woods, but like. 
you know, you can't take, you can't come in and take like little naps or, you know, like it's basically just grind season right now, you know, uh-huh. like, yep. but yeah, I mean, yep, if you, yep. you want to hunt morning and evening right now, like, yeah, I, I just feel stupid if I get out of the tree before 11, like, yeah, exactly, dude, it's, it doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't no. even make it like, honestly, my camera is like I, a bunch of my spots. I can kind of slip in late. Because, I mean, right now it's all, like, basically midday movement is what my cameras are telling me. Yeah. Like, everywhere, basically. Like, Do you think that has to do with the wind? I mean, the wind. The moon? Yeah, I do a little bit. I mean, it's like a full moon right now, so I, I do. Yeah. It's bright. I, I went out this morning, and the moon was, like, just... I, I didn't even hardly need a headlamp on the water. It was using my yeah. boat, and I was like... Just just going on the water, didn't even need my headlamp. And then the moon hit like this, I don't know if it, maybe it did the same thing for you when it just was starting to go down over the horizon, right right close to mm-hmm. sun up. It turned like orange, like, yeah. like a blood red. It was awesome. It went from yeah. being like bright, you know, the white, yellow, whatever. And when it was mm-hmm. going down, it was just like this deep, deep orange. Um, yeah. But, I mean, full moon or not, I just, I didn't see a single deer today. Not a freaking thing. <laughs> I, I didn't either, so I well, guess we suck together, man. But yeah. hey, it's like, when you're hunting these, at least for up here, like, it's all, well, right now I'm in the mountains, so it's all kind of, I consider it like big woods. I mean, you know how it is hunting big woods. Like, it's hard, sure. you know, and it's like, you'll see some deer, and then other days you won't see any deer, and then. Yeah, but today I was hunting uh, I was hunting a saddle on the downwind side of it, so I thought for sure they were going to be kind of cruising. There was a creek down below me. I thought, it meant it's just set up perfect on the map, but no, I didn't see anything. So. Was, did you go so, in blind to that spot? Like, was yeah, it the first yeah. time in? Yeah, yeah, I went in totally blind, but it so, wasn't bad. I mean, a lot of these spots, like the northern side of it, has uh, like a lot of it has mountain wall and stuff, so as long as you're like not on really the northern side or like you know kind of pick your spots good based on that like for the most part you don't run into that mountain laurel stuff so in the mountain laurel i know it can get real thick and kind of hard to navigate through do you find that the deer use it a lot up there yeah i do they i mean there's like if you know like there's trails and stuff and some of these spots like there's trails that go right through it and i mean obviously that's where the deer are going because i mean if you don't if you don't go on those trails or like those little cutaways that just like the deer basically use or like i don't even know if they're people trails or they're like deer trails or whatever there is like if you don't go on them dude it's a nightmare i mean it yeah. is it, it takes you like you know 30 minutes an hour to get 300 yards you know what i mean yeah versus just going and you know, the other day i was up in one and I, it's so cool it's like little like caves kind of that just shoot through this stuff like it, it's pretty yeah. nuts how it all like works out but yeah it's it's cool man the mountain world stuff's like different like it's it's hard but there's definitely big deer that use it. Yeah, and we have some up here. You, you start getting into the we're we're basically like the foothills of the Appalachian Mountain Range, and so yeah. it's not like super super high elevation, but it's it's pretty steep, and there there's some mountain laurel and stuff in some parts yeah. of uh, of where I'm at. But like what you're kind of describing reminds me of uh, Texas. You get in some of these real thick, uh, like, like these like brush thickets that, especially mm-hmm. when there's hogs, and yeah. it'll be so thick and you can't really do anything. And then when you get down on your hands and knees, and and look at it from that perspective, you can see their little tunnels going yeah. through there. Um, yeah, it, it's pretty cool. I mean, and, and I I'm I'm a lot like you in that I I like to find that that real thick stuff that I can hunt. And a lot of yep. times, you know, a, a lot of times, like even like right now, I'm carrying a rifle around, or I have been for the past two days. Uh, yeah. Our rifle season opened up last Saturday, I think. Oh, did it? I got you. Yeah, and and honestly, like so today, I hunted the same tree that I would hunt this area if I were using a bow. And most of the time, the areas I'm hunting are so thick that. It really doesn't matter if I've got a bow or a rifle. I'm kind of setting up the exact same way, um, yeah. and getting pretty close to the same type distance shots that I would get. Uh, you know, thirty yards, forty yards, maybe. Um, yeah. There's a couple spots where I'll I'll set up a little bit different when I've got a rifle, but 
for the most part, I mean, I, I love finding those really, really thick areas. The deer really have to come into close range and you have to yep. set up on that, on those right spots, you know, like yep. clear cut, hard transition lines and stuff like that. Yep. So, um, yep. so you, you've been getting after it this season and it seems like it, for anybody who doesn't know who you are, you, you, uh, you do the, the, in the presence outdoors with uh, a group of your buddies and, yep. uh, that's a, on YouTube channel. Uh, I'm sorry. It's on YouTube and just a really, really good, I was talking to Bill about you, um, the other day. Yeah. I I guess it was when I was in North Dakota, so it was in September, but we were talking about you and how consistent you are and your whole group of guys. I mean, y'all are just like, in my opinion, like some, some of the most underrated and probably just because you haven't been around for a really long time um putting stuff on youtube but yeah man for the amount of stuff that y'all are killing and like quality animals public land seek a deer or psych a deer however you say it Um, (laughs) seek a deer yeah killing seek a deer up there and and then big white tails you know public land deer pennsylvania and ohio man y'all are really crushing it y'all are doing a great job i appreciate that man yeah i appreciate it yeah i mean dude we got I mean, like everyone here is like that, you know, is on it. It's pretty good killer, honestly. Like, I mean, that's kind of, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we all, like, I'm not trying to, you know, sound cocky or anything. I'm trying to, you know, but like, we got a good, like, kind of group of guys. Like, I mean, Jason, dude, he's an absolute killer. You know, we got Krizzy, dude, he kills big deer every single year. Tim smacks deer. I mean, we all, we, we hunt a bunch, though, too. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, it's not like, it's not like we're going in the woods once or twice a week. Like, nah, man. I mean, like, this is our lives. You know what I mean? We're in here, like, probably three, four days a week, yeah. if not even more. Like, yeah. so, yeah, I mean, we're grinding, but we're killing stuff, too. But, yeah, I mean, like, like you know, some days are really successful and other days aren't. Like, yeah. you know, I missed, a, I missed a big buck in PA this year. I mean, that would have been my biggest PA buck and just stuff like that. You know, I mean, that video is about to be out, too. But, yeah, we, yeah, we just try to show everything, like, exactly how it is and, how it happened for us so yeah and people we were talking about this earlier people kind of like I, I notice when people like like do like facebook questions like what kind of videos do you like to watch on youtube or whatever and people say man i like to i like people that show the raw emotion i want i want real stuff i don't want this tv you know sitting in a manicured over a manicured f- food plot behind yeah. a high fence or whatever like i want to watch the real stuff but then you post the real stuff where you accidentally put a bad shot on a deer or mm-hmm. your arrow clips a branch or you you know make a decision that wasn't your smartest decision and those same people are the first ones to be like you're the worst hunter on youtube and you don't need you don't have any right <laughs> oh, to be man, in the I woods know. you know oh i know i know people get written especially the sika stuff dude the sika <laughs> stuff like it is such a tight lip little community. Like people hate us because we post about the Sika stuff, man. Like there's this one dude, he comments on every single one of our Sika videos, just like bashing us, dude. Like it don't matter if we kill a big stag or anything, dude. Like we are just doing something wrong. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of crazy. Like just because he doesn't want the secret out. Yeah. Just because he doesn't want, he's a local and he just doesn't want like people to know about it basically. Oh, but yeah, I mean, this like, is going to be a yeah. bad year for him. Cause a lot of people I know went. Up oh, there. I know. Like you got seek one, you got Heather, you got people way, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. way bigger than what we even are. You know what I mean? That went and like killed them. And I meant, did you see seek one's episode? Dude, it was sick. Just their graphics and everything. Like oh, yeah, their video quality job. is just awesome, man. But yeah, I mean like, and the then Jared and goes and kills like a dang world record. Dude, that thing was <laughs> a stud, man. That thing was a that video was sweet too. Oh, yeah, dude, dude, Jared's a killer, man. Yeah, that Jared's dude awesome. Kills good animals every single year. Yeah, and but, he kills a freaking lot of them. Yeah, um, I know, dude. Didn't he, he just kill like two bucks? He killed one in Indiana and one in Ohio, I believe. Right? Yeah, one in Indiana, one in Ohio, and then he killed like a. 450 pound bobcat like he just, oh yeah i saw that too. He just killed a huge that, bobcat dude. that was huge man but. it's like go big or go, go home he couldn't have just killed an average size bobcat he couldn't have just killed an <laughs> average size seek a deer he had to go off and kill dang record book 
Sick of deer. Stunned, dude. Yeah, that uh, thing was massive. So somebody told me, I, I guess it was him that told me, um, that the guys that he was hunting with had said that that, that deer, that seek a deer that he killed was basically like the equivalent of shooting like a 200 inch whitetail. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yup. That's yeah. nuts to me. And it was his first one ever. Yeah. His first time to ever do it. That's crazy, dude. Like you don't even know how many hunts it took till I even saw my first seek a deer. You know what I mean? Like really? It, yeah. Oh man. Like it, everyone thinks like watching the videos and stuff that you'll just come up here and it's just like like rats are around the marsh no man it's not like that at all you know what i mean like there the frag is so tall in some of these spots even the needle grass and stuff i mean it's so tall you got to be on the lookout 24 7 i mean like you'll hear a deer way before you'll see them you know like and a lot of times like you'll miss deer you know if you're not paying attention or even like you know, a hundred yards away, you'll just see a little head. If you're not looking, you ain't seeing that. You know what I mean? So yeah. like a lot of times you're sitting there and you get skunk, like you don't see anything, but you'll hear them. You'll hear them around you. Like, but you just never lay eyes on them. You know, it's, it's tough. And like that seeker deer I killed was like a good stag for public land. And yeah, I mean, like it was, I don't even know how many sits it took before that one, you know? And I mean, I, I don't know if you watched the video or not, but like there yeah. was a big spike that came in, dude, I, heck, I was going to crank that thing. You know what I mean? I mean, I sure. shot at it, <laughs> but it's just like, you know, seek a deer, like you just don't see a lot of them. So like when you do, it's like, it's special, you know what I mean? Like, do you hear them bugle a lot? Like, is that a pretty, oh yeah. Thing? Oh yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's kind of eerie. It's like not, you don't want to hear it too much towards the beginning of season. Cause the beginning of season, it opens, I believe Maryland opens like September 10th or September, early September, one of the first weeks of September. They're usually rut starts, like kind of when our law starts for whitetail, like usually that second week, third week of October, even first week, October, it starts getting like good. And that's when you'll really hear them start bugling start moaning, start growling. I mean, it's, it's crazy, man. Like, me and Jason, the day after I killed my seek deer, me and Jason went back in and we were trying to kill him, like get him one. And I was filming him. Man, you should have heard the stuff we heard, man. It was like, it's eerie out there. You know, really? like they just sound, oh yeah, they sound wicked. Like it's just a little deer, but man, they sound like ferocious, you know. Do we need but, a, a, a seek a deer episode would be awesome. I'd love to go up there and hunt them someday. Yeah, man. Um, come on up, man. You're invited. That would be. I'll get you on one. To me, that would be like, like I, th- people are going to crucify me for it, but I don't really have a whole lot of desire to go out west and elk hunt. Like, really, it just doesn't really like. I don't know. I think yeah. part of it's just the worry that I'll like it so much that I won't want to do anything else. Yeah, and it's so far away. Like that's a huge investment for a guy from Alabama. Uh, yeah, an investment of time. And like in learning a new skill, I mean, it's something totally new. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I just, I like deer, you know, like, Oh, I know how it is. Trust I, me. And I, I was an elk, I was an elk guy, dude. So like, I know all about it. Right after high school, I went out west, I got a job in Dubois, Wyoming. And I was just basically a packer for like probably the first like month. And then he started like taking me out and I meant, yeah, it was fun and all. But I went back home, I mean, started hunting whitetails again, and then in the summer I went back out and, like, kind of did, like, the fly fishing trips, and we were taking, like, high pointers up to, like, Gannett Peak there, which is, like, the highest peak in Wyoming. So, like, I was doing all that, and, like, during the summer I just, like, I didn't really get burned out by it, but, like, I'm not a big horse and, like, mule guy, honestly. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. So, like, it was annoying. Like, you know, every single morning you have to go and saddle these things up and, like, you know, pack it, everything, and, like, Dude, I was making, when it broke, when it like all broke down, I was making $33 a day. And I mean, I was living like a coyote, you know, I was like up in the hills for just weeks <laughs> on end, not showering, like, you know, just like basically just like living like a cowboy. And like, honestly, like I just kind of got like a little ticked at it and me and him kind of got in a fight in the mountains and, you know, I quit, went back home and just kind of did like worked around home. And then my buddy, my buddy from back here, he owns an outfit in uh, Montana so he hit me up and was like, hey, man, you want to try it again? And it's like a four-by-four four outfit. So I was like, yeah, sure. So I went out there for spring bear, and I loved it. I did, like, the fall out there. And, I mean, dude, it was great. Like, I was guiding people. I think I was, like, for four weeks, I think I was, like, 50% success rate, which I meant it's pretty good. Like, I meant, I, you know, I am no 100%. But, hey, man, like, first time really hunting out by myself, and I went 50%. I was, I was pretty happy with that. But, like, 
Dude, I went back home. I started hunting whitetail again. Man, I'm like, <sighs> I love the whitetail thing, man. Like, I'm a diehard whitetailer. Like, don't get me wrong. Elk's awesome and, like, the rut when you hear him bugling and stuff. But rifle season is brutal, man. Like, it, for me, it wasn't super fun in rifle season. I'd rather just, like, hunt them with archery and hunt them how I want to hunt and just be done and go hunt where else I want to hunt. You know what I mean? So that's, sure. That's kind of why. That's kind of why I gave up the guiding thing. But I mean, yeah, it was a cool experience, and elk hunting is awesome. I mean, like, like I said, archery elk hunting—you cannot beat it at all. Rifle—you just got to pray for snow, basically. <laughs> really? Is it just because white, they don't—they yeah. don't like—they're not up and moving as much, or like... they're just like at least the leases that he had because it was all like kind of like there. I think for bear, he had some public that we were allowed to hunt, but for all elk, like it's basically all just private that you're hunting. So like. They're not really up on the private pieces, like up in the mountains too much when the snow comes. When the snow comes, it just pushes them down low all the alfalfa fields. And I mean, dude, it's just like a, a massacre. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everyone in camp tags out basically because all the elk are down low, you know? Huh. So, See, yeah, that sounds fun to me. Like, uh, like that, that type of elk hunting. I don't know. There's something about like the Western thing, like. So yeah. I went out to Nebraska and hunted turkeys, like, in the western part of Nebraska. And oh, cool. that, that's pretty much, that's I guess that'd be kind of the most western-type yeah. hunting that I've done. I, like, I, I don't know, it just, I love deer hunting. And so it, I know, man. it I know. makes me not, and in September, like, you got all these early openers. You can hunt Kentucky, you can hunt I know, North Dakota. I know. Velvet, you know. Yeah. And do the velvet hunts, and then... Like saying that I want to give that up to go and hunt elk and probably not kill one on public land. Like statistically, I won't kill one, (laughs) you know, a lot of people love it. Uh, I mean, everybody I know who's, who's gone says they, they wish they could go back every year. I just, and maybe that's the, maybe that's the worry for me is I just feel like I would. It's just maybe not in my best interest for my family and me if I go and just just stick to yeah. whitetails, you know. But seek a deer, for some reason, I feel differently about them than I do yeah. elk. I feel like seek a deer, you go up, go up to Maryland, do seek a deer hunt. You're not, you know, and, and maybe I'm wrong. It seems like it would be not the elevation and... Yeah, it's, it's totally flat, man. I mean, you're right against the coast. The only thing you really got to worry about is, like, you know, basically tidal flooding or whatever, or tidal flooding. That's really all you got to worry yeah. about. But, like, even that's not that's not that big a deal, you know? Sure. But, and then you just got to worry about, <laughs> there's a bunch of other stuff you got to worry about. Like, obviously, like, you just getting eaten alive the second you even step out of your truck with just skeeters. I mean, like, it's crazy. Really? But, oh, yeah, I mean, like, it's it's nonstop. If you don't have permethrin or you don't have a, if you don't have a thermocell, like you are getting eaten alive, especially if there's no breeze. The second there's a breeze, you're you're pretty much good. But like if you're still like walking in the marsh, like dude, they will just swarm you, man. Like the second you get up in your tree, they they'll swarm you for like 20, 30 minutes. But like usually once that sun comes up and starts like poking up, like they're usually gone, you know, at least for the most part. But once you get down back on the ground, oh man, it's a frenzy, dude. So tell me, how did you get started with the Sika thing? Like, I know you're in Pennsylvania, so it's a little yeah. bit of ways away for you. How did how did that even start? Yeah, so basically, uh, just me and my buddy Jason, like I said, uh, Jason's part of the show now. But, uh, yeah, basically, he took me underneath his wing, and <laughs> we went down there. Last year was the first year I hunted him. We went down in the summer and scouted some of the spots like he already been to and scouted a couple more and just kind of pinned some more spots. And then we started hunting them just pretty hard. I mean, not, you know, we weren't going down just every single week, but, you know, when it, we'd go down for a day or two, and if it's not right, all right, fly back home. If it's right, all right, we'll stay down there a couple more days, you know. But, yeah, it's basically, basically Jason got me into it, so. Okay. And so how, he, yeah, how he got into it was, I think his, or I, he, knew, he either knew about it or something, and then his buddy was, like, telling him about it, and he said, oh, I want to try it. So there's, like, a couple – there's a couple groups on uh, Facebook, like just seeking deer hunting groups. And uh, I think he reached out there and like posted something. And some dude named uh, Kurt or Curtis, something like that, reached out to him and was like, hey, man, like, come on down and give it a try. Like, you know, I got this private farm here. I'll take you underneath my wing for like the first hunt. And, you know, 
kind of see how you like it. You know, that way you're not just going out in public and just <laughs> getting killed out there. He's like, why don't you just like come down here and just give her a whirl? So Jason did. And I think he shot, I believe he shot like a little stag or it might've been a hind, something like that. But then he said after that, like in the summer, he went down to start like grinding on public land to start pinning everything. And like, you know, basically that's how it all started. So this is a true testimony to it working when you go on Facebook and say, Hey, I'm interested in coming out here. I don't want your honey holes, but yeah, <laughs> yeah Jason didn't, Jason didn't post anything like that. You know, like we were, we would never post anything like that. But I mean, I think he was just like, Hey guys, like how do I kind of get into the speaker stuff? You know, I kind of want to give it a try. And you know, people, people replied. I mean, I'm sure he got a bunch of hate, hateful comments. Don't get me wrong, but like, yeah, there's, don't get me wrong. There's a couple good people left in the world, you know, like, so. Isn't it funny how you can, it, th- like, you can say the same thing in two different ways and it come across like two different? Yeah, ways? way different. I dude, the, my biggest pet peeve is when people get on those like those groups and they're like, "Hey, has anyone hunted this state game land, brother? Is it any good?" I'm like, "Dude, stop! Where should no I go? One, like, I hunt Pe- there, dude. I'm not even gonna reply to you, dude. Just, people are getting bold too. They're getting freaking oh my bold with God, it, dude." No, the dude, the funniest thing is people will post pictures and then they won't even crop out their latitude or longitude. Oh, dude, my gosh. I, you know what I mean? Like, come yes. on, like, come on. Yeah, like it's funny. Like I've had several people do that here in the past few days. Um, there's a big, really big deer that got killed on a property that yeah. uh, on the same type property that I hunt, and so now all these people are getting on the getting on the Facebook forums or saying, Hey, I'm thinking about coming over here. Uh, is it any good? Where, where, what area should I focus on? I'm not asking yeah. for your honey holes, but a little help would be nice. And it's like, I just want to, I don't ever say anything, but I really want to be like, bro, stop. Yeah. Just, I know. Just stop. Yeah. But I guess maybe sometimes it can work. Yeah, hey man, I mean, I guess <laughs> obviously it's worked. I mean, I, I guess, but yeah, yeah, it all depends on how you ask. I mean, if you ask like a total moron, you know, just give away names and locations and stuff like that, you know, no one's gonna help. But like, you know, if you, it, it all depends on how you do it and how you word it. You For sure. So, so, as I mentioned before, you're pretty consistent yourself. Just, just speaking about speaking about you, like, it seems like you just you you kind of have your system down, you know what you're looking for, you know the types yep. of areas that you like to hunt and and you grind out in those type of areas and yep. and you're consistent with it. So uh I guess first off, Lane, how how old are you? Twenty four. So you're twenty four years old. Yeah. And far beyond most twenty four year olds when it comes to public land deer hunting. And in some states that you know, I I think Pennsylvania has maybe a little bit higher deer density and and maybe better quality deer. I don't really know, just based on the things that I see than Alabama. But it is, I, I would say it it could be very comparable uh, mm-hmm. in terrain, um, at least in North Alabama in these in the foothills of the mountains. Like when I was scouting for Pennsylvania. Um, a lot of the stuff looked very similar. There was a lot of clear cuts and yep. uh, really de- like nice terrain, you know, good, yep. good uh, funnel type terrains, ridges, saddles, yep. um, things like that. Things that were very similar to what I hunt here. And then I guess, you know, my, my only other real exposure to Pennsylvania hunting um would be as far as videos are concerned, like Bo Martonic uh, mm-hmm. has had some stuff, and a lot of the, a lot of it looks very similar to what I hunt here in Alabama. And so I'd be curious to know, like, what are the types of areas that that you're hunting? I know you mentioned mm-hmm. that you've been hunting some more mountainous stuff here recently, uh, but yeah. what is like your go to type area that you like to hunt? Yeah, so I mean it. I'm kind of all over the place. I mean, I bounce around a lot. Where where we're at, like south, I guess you call it like south eastern, south central PA. It's like Lancaster County, and I live up in Lebanon, but most of the other guys live down in Lancaster. But 
it's like you said, all, all mountains, like kind of mountainous stuff. And then there is some like, you know, river stuff or like some water access stuff, like stuff like that. I meant, honestly, I like, I like getting away from the crowd. So like, I try to go where people aren't like the water access stuff's great. Cause like, you don't run into another soul on those pieces. I mean, it's pretty good. And you just kind of, you know, tuck, tuck on the one side, tuck on the other side. Like it's not bad. And as far as, like what I'm looking for in the mountains and stuff, a lot of it is habitat diversity. And a lot of it is like good terrain features too. And then like, you know, if you see a clear cut edges are great, you know, there's a lot of, um, like I said before, like mountain laurel thickets, edges of that are great. Uh, there's some pine thickets up here, you know, basically if you sit on the edge of anything like that, you're probably going to see deer. You're probably going to see deer sign and <laughs> more times than not, you're, you're going to be in deer. I've been also looking for hot, fresh sign is a really good key too. like one of my early season hunts. I, I floated into a piece and started walking. And I mean, it just did not look good at all on the one side of it. So I cut more to the center of it, found a real fresh scrape and, uh, and like a huge, basically the highway, you know, obviously there was deer on it, like, you know, huge deer tracks in it, big deer trail had set up right on the edge of that. There was some thick stuff to my East, I believe. And yeah, I killed, I killed that doe there. And yeah, man, just stuff that people aren't going to hunt. I mean, like, like PA gets a ton of pressure, everyone and their brother hunts, you know what I mean? So you really gotta, you really gotta be creative and do stuff that's either overlooked or going deep or stuff that no one's doing basically is how I'd be successful at it. Do you find in Pennsylvania, like, I know the hunting culture is, is pretty huge. Is it still mm-hmm. like, so it's big here too, but most of the time during archery, um, mm-hmm. like even, even if you're walking into places, you know, if you're in the heart of a WMA, a lot of times during archery season, you can pretty well have it to yourself. Um, yeah. is that the case there or is the, the whole archery scene pretty, still a pretty huge uh, it it is archery is pretty big thing i mean i had a for instance i had the, on this one piece in the summer i put a, like a bunch of conventional cameras out and i'll check them like you know that first week of october there and kind of just see so i did that i had a big 12 pointer on it and it was basically a mountain that came up the one side and then a huge saddle and then a mountain that came down the other side and like a nice ridge run right through there so i was on the one i was on the one mountain on the far i believe it was the north side of it i was on like that side of the mountain and I went back in there, I had my camera back in there, and I got a couple nighttime pictures of them. I didn't get anything, like, during the day. Like, I mean, it was, like, first thing in the morning I got him, like, you know, kind of, like, right at crack of du- uh, dark, stuff like that. So, like, I knew he was close. And then just talking to Jason, the nice thing about, like, having a group that you kind of hunt with and, like, friends that are into hunting mm-hmm. and not not snakes, and you can kind of bounce ideas off of them. So, like, you know, Jason's a real, real big helper for me. Like, basically, I'll call him and just be like, hey, man, like, I got a picture of a buck. Like, I want to kill this buck how would you go about it? And, you know, I'd send him like pins and stuff. And he told me, he was like, dude, he's like, you should try that other side of the mountain. He's like, I, I bet you there's sign over there. So I was like, all right. I mean, I kept in the back of my mind. I didn't do anything with it. I hunted, I hunted that side. I hunted the North side the one day I found a bed, hunted it, like didn't see anything. I saw, I think I saw like a little spike or a little four point, something like that. And then midday I was like, you know, I'm going to go hike over there. I hiked over on that dude. It was nuts, man. Like I cut probably like five or six scrapes just right in a row I mean, I cut, I don't, I don't know if you're following us or not on like our social media pages, but like we post a lot on the stories, or at least yeah. I do. And like, I, I posted this one huge rub, dude. I mean, like it was massive, man. I was like, all right, this is where this deer's living, obviously. So I pinned a couple spots and then that, I think it was like the next Friday, I went back in there in the evening, got back and like pulled in there. Dude, there was a car sitting there and dude getting out and like getting dressed. So I was like, oh, dang it. I was like, all right, I gotta go talk to him. So I talked to him and I was like, where are you going, buddy? He's like, oh, I'm going way back in there. He's like, like real far, like a mile and a half. I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna be up on this mountain. He's like, well, that's where I'm going. I was like, oh, he's like, but dude, don't worry. He's like, go where you want to go. He's like, you probably won't even see me. I'm like, all right, dude. So like, <laughs> I, started, I started hiking up this mountain. I started hiking up this mountain. Immediately, I get like halfway up and I just hear like, and I'm like, all right, something's coming, something's coming. So I kind of like hunker down, dude, here's a dude, all, he's wearing orange. I think it was during the muzzleloader, like overlay. Like we have like different muzzleloader seasons that pop up. So you gotta wear like orange. Dude, here comes this muzzleloader. Her. He hangs a trail cam and he just bounces out of there. I'm like, all right, well that kind of sucks, but I'll go past him. So I went like, I went, kept going past him. 
I don't know if I was going past him or like where I don't really know where he was walking, but he was walking out like the bottom side of the mountain basically. So I just went up and kept walking out. I probably walked like a half mile, maybe three quarter of a mile. It's like one of the scrapes I was going to hunt and I started getting set up and all of a sudden I just hear, and I remember I had my platform on the tree and I was like, Oh dude, there's a deer coming. There's a deer coming. I'm screwed. Cause like my bow is laying on the ground. So I'm like hugging this tree basically. And freaking dude, here's, here's that dude from the parking lot. He comes down and he never even saw me. He was like 40 yards. He's just like looking around, looking around. He, he ends up like walking past me. I'm like, all right, dude, I'm just going to get out of here. So I just like pulled all my stuff, walked down the mountain and like, dude, I, you won't believe how much sign I cut like down low. So like, I never, like the problem with me is I got too many spots. I just bounce around like a maniac. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's not like I'm hunting one particular deer. Like I'm hunting all these kind of, you know, I get, I run a lot of trail camps. So like, the second we get any deer on trail camps, all right, you know, I'm trying to hunt these deer. I'm trying to hunt that deer, you know, like anywhere yeah. where the wind sets up for, I'm just kind of bouncing all over, which it might shoot myself in the foot. It probably has, but that's just how I've been doing it. So after that, I just kind of got burned out of that spot. I never even hunted it again. You know what I mean? But I've seen like, for the most part, archery, you don't get a lot of pressure. I mean, you do, don't get me wrong. There, there's people who hunt, but like the, it's really on the weekends that you see the pressure like friday night saturday you can't hunt sunday so like that's when people are just grinding out there but if you get if you get any time off during the week take advantage of it get out there and like hunt because that is when the prime time is for public land 100 percent, dude i have i i think it's public land and private land honestly if somebody's got a, if they're on a hunting club or a lease or something like that still midday is going to be I mean, I'm sorry, yep. midweek is going to be your best time. I have yep. I have looked back at the majority of the bucks that I've killed. Yeah. I mean, and when I say a majority, I mean the overwhelming majority of bucks that I've killed have been on Wednesday. Wednesday mornings. Really? It's, it's, huh. it's, it's, to this point, it's weird. Like, at yeah. this point, I feel more confident on Wednesdays <laughs> than I do any other day of the week. Like... It can be, it can be like this morning we had a warm front come through. So it's like, it's been super hot winds out of the South. I don't really have any good spots for the way the the South set the uh, wind out of the South is, um, like just a pretty terrible day. But I was like, man, today might be it. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. (laughs) You know, (laughs) Uh, last Wednesday I killed my buck last week on a Wednesday. Uh, really oh yeah funny, dude. Man. I, I mean i would say more than more than just that it, it's it would be the majority of deer that i've killed not just bucks but does mm-hmm. too like just deer in general i i don't it's weird it's really weird and uh and my dad even said so uh well so we we're talking like last night i think and yeah. uh i said yeah i'm gonna go into this spot on when on tomorrow and he's like oh well you know it's wednesday so it's your day <laughs> and i was That's like yeah. awesome though man i mean so i think what you're saying is absolutely true um like i i would venture to say that a, a lot of people find success on tuesdays wednesdays and thursdays um, yep. a lot of your hardcore guys now yep. obviously the most deer are probably killed on saturday because that's when more people are out in the woods Mm-hmm. Um, but your hardcore guys, I would almost venture to guess that when Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is when they're seeing the most deer activity, um, just natural deer activity, not deer being pushed. Yep. Um, nothing like that. Like, I think people, uh, when you, when deer have a time, have time to just kind of settle down and, yep. you know, get back to their normal thing after the weekend push from, from hunters. I think if you can go in on those midweek days that can be some of the no, like best it's fire year. dude it's fire i love hunting midweek man like if if you can do it do it because it, it definitely pans out you know sure sure so you're 24 years old and yep. uh you you get to hunt a lot tell me how are you able to hunt so much <laughs> so uh basically i don't have like i don't have a wife i don't have a girlfriend all i got the little dog you know what i mean so like <laughs> and i and i got like i bought a house so like my mortgage payment's like dude it's peanuts man it's peanuts it's like a little over 400 bucks a month you know so like i got this i got this new job i was working at this aluminum factory this past year and dude it sucked man like it was jason got me that job so he's gonna hate when i say that but like Dude, it was, it was rough, man. It was like swing shift. All right. So like you get like, 
you do like it was 12 hour shifts you basically do six to six you know six a.m to six p.m or six p.m to six a.m and then it was like fluctuating so i'd be like three days on like four days off like three days on like you know five days off whatever whatever i forget what that thing is and i would switch back and forth from like nights to days nights to days nights to days oh man Dude, it was brutal, man. Like it, I made some money, but I mean, dude, I like lost a good portion of my life just being stressed out and just like I had no summer, man. Like I was just working, I was just grinding, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. trying to survive. But yeah, then then the fall came, and my other buddy Tim, uh, he actually told me he was like, hey man, like my buddy's like looking for a dude, and I, I'm an electrician, so you know I, I can't find jobs wherever. And like Lancaster, man, there's jobs. Everyone is looking for a job. You know, not looking for a job, but like every place. Yeah, yeah, everyone is hiring, dude. Like it's crazy. So this dude is like some contractor. I reached out to him. He was like, yeah, man, like you got it. And I was like, listen, dude, like I'm a big time hunter. Like I want to do this YouTube thing. I told him exactly what I want to do and my goals. And he was like, dude, he was like, you don't have anything to worry about. He's like, all you got to do is tell me like two or three days in advance. If you want off, he's like, I don't care if you take off. He's like, I don't care at all. So I was like, all right, dude, bet. Like (laughs) we're set, man. So like, dude, I'll probably be working here the rest of my life, man. Like, this is awesome. I've never hunted this much, man. Like I had off from October. I think I took off October 28th to like November. I was supposed to be off like the first basically two weeks of November. But I tell you, it was it got a little bit of a warm front in uh, Ohio. It warmed up to like I think like 60 or like just mid 60s, and I was kind of blown out. And honestly, so I was just like, hey man, text him. I was like, hey dude, I was like, do you mind if I you know come back home and work for two days and head back out there? And he's like, and you know finish up the rest of my week like the next week. And he's like, dude, I don't care at all. He's like, go for it. So that's what I did, man. I came home. I think Monday night came home, worked Tuesday and Wednesday and then Thursday I head back out or no what was it I forget exactly how it worked out but it was something like along those lines but yeah like it, it's kind of crazy it's kind of cool like having a job like that you know sure like, yeah. really really fortunate for where like if it wasn't for bosses like him man I'd be SOL man I'd be a weekend warrior just like him or I'd be just <laughs> I'd be just tired and just trying to grind through it you know but he'd be miserable man like it I don't know it's nice yeah. it's nice like having a chill job and just being relaxed and just you know enjoying the woods honestly like I've been doing that this year. Um, This is my first year being self-employed, and yeah, man, that's awesome. And it's been, it's been really great. Uh, Somebody asked me how it's going. I was like, it's going really good for me, but don't ask the clients who have had to deal with me through the month of November. (laughs) And it's only going to get worse in December once our rut starts here. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm doing what I can. I did like right before. I guess it would be right before November got here. So like end of October, I guess I I did my first trip to Kentucky, October 22nd. So it would have been like the week before that, dude, I busted out so much work and got like (laughs) basically enough money so I could just not work a whole lot through November and December. And, and so far it's going good. Um, like, I've made what made what I need to make to to survive, and I've gotten to hunt. Like yep. it, it's been going great, and I got to go to Kentucky last week. I'm headed out tomorrow. Um, I hunted the last two days with very little success, um, <laughs> but tomorrow I'll start a. Uh, it's called a special opportunity hunt. So oh, really, I don't know if y'all's public lands do this. Or not, but like some of the WMAs out here have mm-hmm. these draw, like quota draw hunts type things. Yeah, I got so you. they'll have a hunt weekend where they'll open it up. So we'll hunt tomorrow. We can get in at noon and hunt through Sunday. Nice. And it's limited access. It's just me and one other guy in the unit that we're in, and then two other guys in another unit. That's it. And I think there's oh, only been nice, one man. other hunt this year yeah so i start that tomorrow that'll be man i think that'll probably be until i'm tagged out and i'm just trying to kill does um that'll probably be my last bow hunt my last archery hunt for the season man Um, that's bad it it is but uh, it's it's fun shooting them too it's fun shooting them with a gun i love rifle hunting it is so much fun and like i said like like for most people the the thrill of archery is getting the deer close, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like you want to get that deer right up there in your business. Like that's yep. the challenge of it is getting the deer right there. 
But the way that I hunt them with a rifle is no different than I like. I have like maybe two spots that I deer hunt mm. with a rifle that, you know, I'm set up to shoot one out to, you know, 75 yards or so. Yeah. But dang, that's still, that's still tight though, man. 75 yards. Like oh, out, yeah. out here, like it's, it's a little different. I mean, you ain't going to take, you know, a thousand yard shot out here, but I mean, dude, like, you could easily set up in a in a cornfield or something like that, or even like a swamp bottom, probably get like 150, 200 yard shot, maybe 300 yard shot, you know? No, I've never, I'll bet you I've never shot a deer over 150 yards. Dang, that's wicked, man. I would be that's surprised wicked. if I've ever shot a deer over 150 yards. Yeah, like, I gotcha. And honestly, at that distance, <laughs> this sounds stupid, and a lot of gun guys are probably going to think uh, that I'm dumb, but... I'm just not that confident with a rifle, <laughs> like to shoot really to 150. No, I don't feel like. I mean, I I, I just feel like that's just asking for a miss to shoot yeah. to shoot those long range shots like that. Um, yeah. And aside from that, like we don't have a lot of places. There's not a lot of places I can sight in a gun for that far out here. Yeah. Like, um, we have a, there's an indoor rifle range down the road. That goes out to 100 yards, and uh, I take mine there at the beginning of every season, and mm-hmm. I'll side it in to 100. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, most guys are just going out in Bubba's backyard and shooting at 50 yep. and calling it good. Yeah, free-handed, you know? too. Yeah, yep. free-handed. That, I mean, that's the way it, that's the way it, most people do it. Yep. But, I, like, for me, rifle hunting is so much fun still because I still am getting right up in their business. Most yeah, of the time. That's cool. Like like last year I shot one buck with a rifle last year. And mm-hmm. I shot he it was closer than any of my archery shots. Like, wow. <laughs> I shot three bucks in Alabama last year. The one that I shot in with a rifle was I mean, freaking right there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh like I could I could have shot him with a bow and I probably would have made a better shot on him with a bow to be honest with you. Um yeah. so I mean like like, there is a little advantage to it, you know, when a deer gets to 50 or yeah. 60 yards, you can mm-hmm. oh, pretty, yeah. easily, pretty easily kill them. The hunt's pretty much over. Yeah. But the yeah. benefit for me, like, and also for me, I grew up in Texas, so I grew up with a, with a, hunting with a rifle. Like, and, yeah, and I when I you. wasn't in Texas, I was here in Alabama, and the, the tradition, the, the gun hunting tradition is just, pretty rich out here you know because yeah. our rifle seasons are so liberal and they're so long like yep. ours opened uh i'm sorry what's today november the 6th is when our rifle season opened and we'll get to wow. hunt, we'll get to hunt rifle until like january 31st or february i in other parts of the state i can hunt until february 10th with Dang, a rifle, man. I mean it's that's just wicked. it's long, and so most people yeah. that's just how they've always hunted. Yeah, is, I is got with you. a rifle, and bow hunting is great, and it gives you more time to hunt. But I mean, dude, I remember a time in my life where November, you know, this time of the year was the opener. Like, yeah, I didn't know anything about bow hunting. Yeah, it's just it's just kind of the way I was raised. It's the way a lot of people in the South are raised. And that's why yeah. you find, like, even when you see a lot of creators um, mm-hmm. out of the South, you know, they don't really follow the same, like, bow-only type mindset. Is because, yeah, I mean, they just weren't raised that way. Like, in Iowa, or even Pennsylvania, I'm sure, yeah. or uh, Michigan, you know, a lot of the northern states, Kentucky, they get maybe yep. a, w- a week or two of gun season. Yep, that's all we get. You know. Two weeks two weeks of gun season so yeah you have to if you want to hunt for any amount of time you have to hunt with a bow yeah you've got to learn how to do that otherwise you're just you're going to have two weeks out of the year to to hunt yeah and that just that don't sound like any fun to anybody no i don't that don't sound like no fun i would be i honestly i would be okay if they shortened our rifle season and made archery you know made archery a little bit longer i wouldn't be against that but man i do love i love gun hunting i had i got some negative feedback the other day not negative but not like it it definitely wasn't positive i posted a picture on instagram 
And I mm-hmm. said, uh, going into my last bow hunt of the season, and I'm going to enlist in the Orange Army. And I had a guy that's like, it doesn't take any skill to kill a deer with a rifle. <laughs> oh. And I was like, all right, Bubba, come out. Come on. Come on out here. Yeah. See what you think about that. It's going to take yeah. skill for you to find a doe. <laughs> like. Yeah. So. Yep. I mean, and and realistically, like, who the freak cares? You yeah, know, I don't, like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I love, dude. It's so funny when you get these comments because it's like, all right, dude. Like, except like, like I said before about like the Sika stuff. Like, dude, all these private land dudes who own who own land down there, all they do is just go sit out over their corn pile. You know what I mean? And they're elevated blind, and you know, get selfie and pictures of these deer. Like, oh, well, I'm gonna go out there. I think he's gonna be in there. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like. Like that, that dude that I said comment, dude, I guarantee you that's what that dude is doing. You know what I mean? Taking his little Argo six by six or whatever out there, walking 150 yards to the stand, just hopping in it, you know, refreshing his corn pile once a month, whatever it is. Like, dude, it's like, it's crazy how like, you know, people comment and they're like, dude, you have no idea what it's like to be us, like hunting on public land, doing stuff like we're doing, you know, you have no room to talk, but they still want to comment. They still want to say stuff, but oh, yeah. whatever, man, it don't, it don't bother me. Negative comments. My mommy or my dad used to say, "At least they're talking about you." <laughs> you know, bad. Yep, yep. Publicity is still publicity, right? Yep. Bad press is still press. So exactly. You know, it is what it is. So you got any nope. other any other plans going in through the rest of the season? Uh, trying to fill my PA tag now, man. My Ohio tag's filled, and basically focusing on PF. I filled my PA tag. I got my. I started my season down in Delaware, I think on like September 1st. I still got my Delaware buck tag. So maybe go down there. Maybe, maybe hit Maryland. Maryland's like a three buck state. So you already, you killed bucks. another buck early this season, like a kind of a goofy buck, right? Yeah, it was a it wasn't like anything huge, but I mean, I just shot it off the ground, which is my first like ground on the ground buck. You know what I mean? That's pretty cool. cool. But what? now is that yeah, PA? But, no, that was Maryland. That was Maryland. Yeah. Okay. PA is only a one buck. Yeah. PA is only a one buck state. So, Maryland is like Maryland's like dude, like basically like Alabama. You got three buck tags. Well, I think it's two buck tags, but you can buy your uh, additional buck tag, I believe. So okay. I bought that. I I buy that every single year. But yeah, it's like unlimited does or something like twenty one does a season, something like that. But yeah, <laughs> man, like Maryland, you just wear them out. You know what I mean? In PA and Ohio, it's like a little bit more relaxed. Well, heck, dude, uh, Ohio for a deer tag is like 80-some bucks. So, like, you know, if you want to shoot a doe, it's basically 80-some bucks, like a doe tag on top of your hunting license. You know what I mean? So, it's not... Really? They're not... Yeah, they're not cheap deer, you know? Like, Dang. PA... Yeah, PA is like, I think, for a doe tag, like, for a resident, it's like 670 or something like that, or 690. Holy and then cow. for non-resident... Yeah, so, I mean, it's not bad. You know what I mean? Like, that's dirt cheap. But you can only shoot... I think you can shoot... Last year, you could shoot three does I think this year they like increased it. So like basically we go by like YMUs. So like once a YMU doe tags are sold out, like that's it. But this year they made a law where like any unsold doe tags after, I think it was like sometime in August or like late July, you could just go to the courthouse and buy like all the rest of your doe tags if you wanted. So like all the units that never sold out before, like uh, what was it? Like five C, five D, five, even five B dude. Like, they just got eaten up this year. So I don't even think there's any like doe tags even left, like any in the state, you know what I mean? Cause one, once like, once it turned, once it went past those days, everyone just rushed in there and just bought, 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 bought doe tags. So like, really? you know, yeah. So like you can, I only got, I think I got two, I got, I filled one of them. So now I got one doe tag left, but Dang. yeah. Yeah. Well, so, it sounds, dude, what, sounds... what do you think? Would you rather, quick question for you. Would you rather Alabama be like oh, a one buck state or are you, are you happy it's a three buck state? I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know. My my wife yeah. would probably rather it be a one buck state. Um, <laughs> is that a good answer? <laughs> like, I, I love no, that. I, I, I love know. killing three bucks. Uh, like, oh yeah, I bet, man. But it it is like there is some value I think for like guys in Kentucky when they shoot a buck. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, I can rest. You know. Yep. Yeah. Um, but we all know too, that nobody ever really rested. It don't take very long for you to get the itch again. And oh no, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's only a, a short window. We get to do this, you know what yeah. I mean? So you might as well grind through it and just the rest of the year be miserable. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> <laughs> that's one way to put it. Um, yeah. and probably for a guy who's not married and doesn't have kids, 
Uh, yep. That's probably it. Like, just be miserable the rest of the time. Um, yeah, man, I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm like, I'm hanging out with friends and stuff. But I mean, see, it's not the same. Just grinding through the deer woods. Like, come on, yeah. man, I love that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, man. I mean, like but, you, you're in a cool. You really are in a cool situation, and I'm. I'd imagine a lot of listeners are super jealous of you right now. Um, you, you got a, a neat, a good job. You know, a flexible job. You got yep. a house with a cheap mortgage. Um, yep. What I'm imagine is it's probably probably in a mansion or anything, but it's a place nah, for you. It's to... like 1900. Yeah, it's 1900 square foot. I mean, it was built in like 1905. It's an old farmhouse. I mean, it ain't bad. Yeah, know, it's but... a place for you to live. And yeah, um, rest my head. And that's about it. <laughs> most people, when they were your age, if they weren't already married, they were trying to get married. You know, and they were yeah. They they weren't thinking about like I know so many hunters. Like so many like pretty hardcore deer hunters that didn't start doing it until basically after they got married, like as adults. It's like yeah. you, a lot of guys hit a point where, you know, they do, and this isn't anything against wives or families or kids or anything like that, but they need yeah. something, you know, they need yep. something that they can do for themselves and, and to get away. And so they, they choose things like, like hunting or golf or whatever, yep. um, but like you're in a, you're in a really neat situation for yourself to be able to kind of live this lifestyle and set yourself up for the lifestyle that you want to have as a as a hardcore deer hunter. And yep. so, man, kudos to you on that on setting up your life to be able to do that. I know a lot of people probably would have done things differently if they if they could go back and do it again. And you're just kind of out there doing it. And I think that's yep. I think that's super cool and. And pursuing it through, you know, film and creative uh, outlets, man, it's just just really cool. And not just putting out, like, decent videos. You're putting out really, really, really good videos. Um, engaging, and from what I understand, you, you did an internship with The Untamed, right? Yeah, yep. So, kind of, is that kind of a thing that you did where you you kind of learn the whole story process and creating a storyline and, and doing yeah, a lot of the editing. Oh yeah. Like it, before that I was like always into it. Like I remember, I remember like I, in middle school, like me and Alex, like that was my, like one of my best friends, Alex Anthony. He's like kind of, he's part of the show too. Okay. But uh, yeah, he like uh, in middle school, I remember picking up like one of those cannon, like point and shoot cannons or uh, cameras, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like the ones with like, you turn it on, like the lens would pop out the front, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. It's like, yeah, man, like basically that's all we had. And I remember just being like, Arrow Affliction on Outdoor Channel were like real huge at that time, or at least with us. So, like, dude, that's all we were trying to be. We were just out there just videoing anything. Like, I mean, we were in middle school, so like, you know, we're shooting like little Tweety Birds with our BB gun, stuff like that, just videoing <laughs> it, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, so, thinking totally, we're just so totally cool. illegal. Like, oh yeah, I mean definitely we definitely killed probably yeah, I don't know if I should be saying this, but yeah, we definitely did not back then, you know how it is. Like oh, yeah. just killing anything, anything basically. But yeah, I mean like it was just fun, man. Like I you know, just kind of that stuff. And I remember like we had like we both made shows. I think Alex's was like full throttle or something like that. I don't even know what mine was called at the time and then freaking like we like basically in middle school we went to the we went to high school. And we didn't really do anything with it at all, like just nothing. I remember being like, oh, it was kind of cool, but I like my where I went to high school at Manheim Central, they had some uh, film classes and like some photography classes and like editing classes. So I took all that and then kind of like just learned everything, you know, so I could kind of, I was kind of good on a computer, you know what I mean? And then sure. one Christmas, one Christmas, I believe it was like the Christmas I got out of high school, my mom bought me a uh, DSLR camera, like one of those Canon, I think it was like a T5. And I was like, she was like, you should try to film some hunts with it. And I was like, huh, yeah, maybe I should. And I went up to, there's like the Great American Outdoor Show or back in the day. It used to be called, I think, like the Harrisburg Sportsman Show or something like that. So we went up there and there was like one booth there selling like camera arms. So I bought a camera arm. Then I went down to Jersey that following year and I shot a doe on film. Like I just self-filmed it. And I was like, dude, this is sweet, man. Like all I got was just the shot. I didn't even get the recovery. I didn't get anything, dude. Like I didn't, you know how it is. Like, <laughs> yeah. starting out. like you don't know anything. It's like all I got was just the actual doe, just getting shot. And that was it. And I was like, dude, this is freaking cool, man. I think we can do this. So I remember coming right home and telling Alex 
And like Alex was like, yeah, dude, I actually kind of want. I was thinking about it, dude. I'm, I'll buy a camera too. So he went on Amazon, bought it. I think he bought the same camera I had. And then that spring, we went out and we filmed a turkey hunt out in Ohio. Alex was Alex was hunting turkey, and I was just filming him. So he shot one with his bow, and I got it on video. And dude, it was like the worst video ever. Like I meant, just shaky. You know what I mean? Like like I mean, we were we we're getting video. Don't get me wrong. And we got that one up on the channel. It was like, it's our very first video. And like, I mean, I remember like coming back home just being like, man, this is the coolest thing ever. Like we're killing it. You know what I mean? And then showing some <laughs> of our buddies and they're just like, dude, this sucks, man. I'm like, no, what? what are you talking about? You know? But like, yeah, just but basically just trial and error. Like that's how it all started. You know, we got our beginning seasons. I think, I think our first video we posted in like 2017 or 2018. I mean, like, dude, it was, like I said, it was terrible, you know? And then after that, I think we had like, two three seasons where like it was just basically me and alex and i mean dude it just sucked you know what i mean and then i did the, i did i was like always learning like always like you know always improving you know but uh then i got a canon well i think it was like an xa20 and that's when it like really started like video quality started getting better better yeah you know and then and then i did the internship with the untamed and just basically just kind of learned like all right how to run a youtube channel you know you got to post stuff like as it happens like one of the problems starting out is like we just did it all and then it would take us just months to edit or me just months to edit and then like i'd post it in like the middle of summer dude no one cares about deer hunting or turkey hunting in the middle of summer right. you know what i mean yeah. so like we, we didn't get any views whatsoever like just nothing like i remember last year but like i get what would it be last year we was when we started like really just pounding out the content and i got back from the untamed and I kind of, I was kind of burned out, honestly, from filming everything. And I was just like, all right, well, I'm going to take a couple months off, took a couple months off. And I killed a, I killed a buck in PA and rifle season with my bow on like one of those floating pieces. So I had that, I, I edited it and then put it out and it got like, I think it got like 2000 views or something like that within like, I was like two weeks or something like that. And I was like, all right, dude, I was like, I think we got a little potential. So I was like, it's kind of cool. Like, you know, I think I'm editing good. Like I kind of, kind of getting my feet wet like not my feet wet but i kind of know kind of what to do now you know it's not just like yeah. total just shot in the dark so like i talked to that's when i started talking to like jason or whatever and i was like dude we should like kind of start filming hunts like you guys should get cameras and start like actually taking it serious and he's like oh dude like I, I will i will so like we filmed our first i think we started putting out content like basically every single week we're trying to put out a video you know what i mean that's, that's yeah. kind of what we're shooting for every every a video a week or two videos a week but yeah man, that's that's kind of how it just all started you know just one thing led to another and now here we are like before jason all that i think we had like a hundred some subscribers on youtube dude now we got like i think last i checked it was like 2.5k you know what i mean so like yeah. we're definitely we're Crush definitely it. doing something right and people are liking it people are liking what they see i mean i'm hoping people are liking what they see you know i mean we just try to show everything how it is try to be educational and just you know take everyone along on the adventure so that's awesome, man. Y'all are doing a great job, and it's, uh, I mean, I know November's almost over, but I feel yeah, like as long as, uh, as long as you still got tags in your pocket, you're going to be out there trying, so. Oh, yeah, um, man. You know, you know, us, dude. If we, I mean, dude, we got so many videos right now. Like, I've been just not even <laughs> editing and just haunting, dude, and it's been like, dude, uh, it's been a wreck. Like, we got, I don't even know, man, we got tons of videos to put out, like, it's tough. Like I, I understand people who wait a year before putting out stuff, and they just put it all out the next season. Like, yep. I've, I'm, I've got two videos right now that I'm working on. Mm -hmm. uh, well, one video that I'm working on, and another one that I have to do after that. Uh, and I, like I thought, being self-employed, that I would be like just right on top of it with editing and what i found yeah. was it was a whole lot easier to edit on days when i had to work yep. you know and i can't yep. go hunt now i'm just like eh, i kind of just rather get, go hunt than edit i know i know <laughs> and then when you get home from hunting dude the last thing i want to do is sit on my computer from like six to ten until i go to bed like that's the last yeah. thing i want to do yep. you know what i mean so like it, it's rough but yeah i mean it's it's a grind man it's a grind but it's fun. It's yeah, it's, it is. It's worth it's, it. It's fun. Oh yeah, it's, dude, it's fun being creative, man. Like just doing creative stuff and just getting your brain like just flowing. Like it's cool because like you can basically, I mean, you know how it is, but like anyone who's listening to this might not. But like you know, you can shape a story or make a story however you want it. Basically, you know, mm -hmm. like 
it's kind of cool. And even while you're videoing it, like, I know we were talking about this in the summer and stuff. Like, you know, you can kind of just see how, like, I know what shots I need to get or how I kind of want to turn the video, you know what I mean? Or, yeah. like, make the video, like, how it's going. Like, it, once you start doing it and just doing it more and start improving and getting better, it's just, it just starts constantly growing, constantly growing. So, Heck, yeah. Well, In the Presence Outdoors was, was what people need to search on YouTube to find some of this stuff that we've been talking about. But, uh, Lane, dude, I appreciate you coming on and – uh, even though it's November and it's hard to find a guest during the month of November, I uh, appreciate you coming on last minute and, uh, talking to us for a little bit. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Do you try to come up next year and let's hunt together? Either float in peace and PA or maybe try the Zika thing if you want. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, buddy. We'll, we'll, we'll stay in that. contact. Yeah, absolutely. we'll stay in contact. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode of the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. As always, a big shout out to all of our partners. That's Go Wild, Spartan Forge, Tethered, New Canoe, and Scree Gear. You can keep up with Southern Ground Hunting by following us on Facebook and Instagram, or you can subscribe to us on the YouTube channel. And make sure you check out southerngroundhunting.com to pick up some of our merch, hats, t-shirts, stickers, stuff like that. I truly hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and we'll see you here again next week. Remember this, God gave you dominion over the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and the beasts of the earth. So go out and exercise that dominion. We'll talk to you next time.